0: Hi, I'm Courtney. Welcome to Something Positive for Positive People, which doesn't quite apply today because I'm here with Mark, who's not positive. Mark, go on and introduce yourself.
1: How you guys doing? I'm Mark uh, from St. Louis, Missouri, 28, African-American male, uh, and I do not have anything. Right?
0: Man, it's crazy, right? And uh, did you say where you were from? St. Louis, yes. And what about a uh, career field? Uh, videographer. All right, nice. So, I brought Mark in here so that we could talk about him dating positive. So, your girlfriend, what does she have? Herpes. She has herpes. All right. And what does that mean for you, first of all? Um, well, right now, it
1: means really nothing. You know, it's... Uh, is something that I've grown to accept and look past. I know uh, when we first started dating, it was something hard and something I deal with eternally. Um, I guess you can say it was kind of selfish because, you know, I didn't have anything. It wasn't really affecting me. But the possibility of getting something and that stigmatization you get when you're with someone with, with uh, an STD, I think that... Uh, that's something that scared me, but you know,
0: I would to learn, learn to love her for who she is. Yeah, how long have you known each other before you decided to be with her?
1: Um, uh, we we've, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, I've known her even before uh, her condition, but um, I guess with the condition, I've known her for about seven years okay
0: so you have yeah. know each other yeah you've known each other for a really long time yeah now what was your what did you think about her beats when she told you how did she tell you first of all
1: uh she called me this is uh this is when we weren't really dating we've had like you know a little fun whatever and she called me and told me the situation and at first I didn't really think I didn't really think anything of it because you know, I wasn't with her, she wasn't we weren't dating. But once we started to hang out more and talk more and develop that type of relationship, that's when things started to really uh play a play a point uh sorry. You find that uh, <laughs> started really, yeah, I told it. you I edited this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever we,
0: whatever <laughs> we say is what we say. Stutters and all, but no, um so, when she told you, you were accepting of it, mm-hmm. because why? What made you so accepting of it?
1: Uh, well, at first, like I said, we weren't dating. But then, once we started to date, you know, that stigmatism of herpes started to play in my head. and Which was what? You know, it's...
0: You can say it. We, we all heard it. <laughs> that you know, she was just promiscuous.
1: She wasn't really thinking. She wasn't, uh, you know, it's just out here out in these streets and you know
0: it's and for those who don't know in these streets just is a short way of saying having a lot of sexual partners yeah there we go
1: basically yeah (laughs) and uh but you know it's uh, yeah it was my mom's playing games on me basically yeah
0: Yeah. so what were you thinking i mean she told you you played the stigma in your head and you're just like ah she's out here um what what got you over that? Um, honestly, a lot of uh, uh, internal
1: thinking and self-reflection because, you know, I'm not perfect. I have my flaws. And <clears throat> if she was someone I want to be with, you know, I had to be honest with not only her, but myself. <clears throat> so I took some time to, uh, you know, look at myself and see, you know, why am I being so hard on her when this is something she has to deal with and, you know, I'm not affected by it. And, you know, I've learned to really just accept her for who she is and I look at her as a person, not a person with herpes.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. I'm glad that you said that because one of the things that people who have herpes in particular um are afraid of is being looked at as that being looked at as the kind of person who has herpes whatever that means but according to the stigma it's a promiscuous person and we all know there's various ways we can get it and there's um different people who accept it willingly you know not very often but more so you hear about people who just got it from a partner in some sort of a deceptive type of way so when she told you that she had herpes and you know, in your head this is what's coming up, how did you respond to her immediately? Uh, I just
1: said, okay, and she told me to go get checked. I'm like, all right, I will. And I uh, just kind of left it at that. And, uh, I know it was uncomfortable for her mm-hmm. to contact me, so you know, I didn't really want to pry into it because she's, she's already took a big step in telling me that. And so I just wanted to
0: check for myself. Now, when she told you to get, when she told you, you said you guys had messed around a little bit, mm-hmm. did you have sex? Yes. Okay. And she didn't tell you. How did that make you feel? Um, well, I felt that she didn't know she had
1: it when we had sex. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she found out during like, you know, her annual checkup, and that's when the doctor told her. so.
0: Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. All right, and then when you got checked and you found out you were you tested negative, how did you respond to that? Were you like, Phew. oh
1: yeah, <laughs> like, not gonna lie. I'm not, okay, cool. I don't have anything because, I mean, once again with the stigma of having something like that, I didn't want people to look at me a certain way um, for having that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, not having anything, not knowing how to deal with something like that. You know, it's. I, wasn't really mentally prepared for not saying that anyone is mentally prepared for a situation like that, but you know, it's yeah. I wish I was young, I didn't really want to deal with that.
0: Uh, And how old were you at that point in time?
1: I was Ooh, I was
0: early twenties. Maybe just about to be That's good enough. That's good enough. You can just say that. We don't get too much away there. Uh all right, so Um, you got tested, you found out that you hadn't tested positive for herpes, and that didn't stop you from being with her. Why?
1: Like I said uh, earlier, you know, I saw her as a person, you know. Herpes doesn't mean you're not a good person, you know. Stuff happens to everybody. You know, she has a good heart. She's very caring, very loving, you know. Something my dad always said is, it's really hard to find somebody who loves you for you and has true good intentions, and when I'm with her, I know everything that she does for me is true and good intentions. You know, it's she. She says like I'm the best things that have happened to her, and so hearing something like that is, you know, it's it's great, and it's very flattering, and it's you know it's what you everyone wants in their partner, and so you know it's. You got kind of to look at the person for who they are deep down inside, rather than what they have
0: or surface the past. level, you know. Yeah. Got it. So that made you want to put a ring on it. I haven't done <laughs> that yet. I haven't done that yet. No, no,
1: no. Got some time before that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's interesting that you say that because I often tell people I speak with that, you know, personally, herpes to me seems like more of a filtering mechanism. Because now you're a lot more cautious about one who you sleep with, two who you you know choose to tell that information to, and you know how to go about uh, filtering in the right kind of people into your life. because when you tell someone that it's really easy to tell, okay, this person just wanted to sleep with me because now they're running for the hills, or this person, is interested in a little bit more and wants to know more information, wants to learn me and take things a little bit slower before sex is introduced into the relationship. So um, it's, it's good that, you know, you took the time to really think and ask yourself, okay, first, let me take a look at me. And then you thought to yourself, okay, this is a pretty good girl. You know, I like her for her. And if this is just something that comes with her, then it's something that we'll just work through together as time progresses and we'll just deal with it. So being that you're negative and she's positive, how does this affect your intimate life?
1: Um, it really hasn't affected anything really, um, uh, that much, you know, um, since she's told me, I don't know of any breakout. Um, she hasn't had any breakout, you know, we, um, we're honest with each other, and I think I think that's the one thing that um, is really good about our relationship is trust. You know, I'm, I'm I don't think she's out here doing anything. I'm not out here doing anything. You know, she she fully trusts in me. I fully trust in her. And, you know, we're just gonna see see what goes on. Yeah. What and
0: the future holds. And how long have you two been like together? Together. Uh, we've been together, say, about four years. Four years? Okay. That's good. That's good. So, you're negative. She's positive. And, like, how... Did she treat you differently after, uh, after she told you? Like, was there... Did you notice that she was kind of... Well, no. She told you right away, right? Yeah. Okay. So, it wasn't like... Things were uh, like she was hiding anything before and now she's more open with you. But do you think that this has kind of helped establish that trust that you two have? Because like now, you know, the other's intentions and, you know, you know, she knows that you're not with her for sex and you know that it's more than that as well. So do you feel like um, having that that I don't want to say connection, but having had that such a hard thing. To go through has been something to help you guys come closer together.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's one of those things where when you really connect with somebody and you know your heart's in it, um, it's hard not to see the positives, even if there are some negatives in uh, in a relationship or even life. And you know she's one of those people who truly, truly enjoys life you know she's always smiling always positive always happy and it's, it's just contagious you know it's hard not
0: to be yeah happy. it is and yeah <laughs>
1: it's just hard not to be happy when you're around her you know it's you know she has this this um, stigma this negative thing whatever you know she doesn't let her it doesn't slow her down in her everyday life mm-hmm. you know honestly you would if you would meet her you would not know anything like she would have anything like that mm-hmm. and I uh, I to you, um, you know, give her even more praise? She has it. I know she knows she has it, but I think she doesn't let since she doesn't let her hold her down. It's almost like she doesn't even know she has it at times. Yeah. You know, she just she yes. lives a life like a normal everyday person,
0: which she should. Um, I've always told people that too. It's like you don't even. There's there are some people who have it and you know have just the worst possible symptoms but then there's a lot of people who can have it and not have any sort of symptoms at all for very long periods of time and I would forget that I had it if I didn't have to tell anyone before um engaging in any sort of intimacy or if I didn't feel that guilt for if I didn't do it um that's really the only time that it comes up and then um, yeah. like now the girl that I'm dating she's also positive so it doesn't really come up at all unless someone's just is in pain or is unable to do anything uh, just because they have an outbreak.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like I said before, everyone has a past stuff happens to everybody. It's when you take the time to really talk to that person, get to know that person, don't make a judgment just based off what, you know, you've heard Mm -hmm. or what media, TV, books, whatever tell you. You know, like I said, you never know how these things come about.
0: Yeah. So really important question here. How do you feel about the possibility of still being able to contract it? You know, it's
1: something I do think about from time to time. And it's not like it's heavy in my mind. But, you know, it's something that I know is a risk. But I'm willing to take that risk because this is someone that I feel that I could be with the rest of my life it's not like a one night stand or I'm just out being here. with, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not out here. I'm not trying to be with it just for the next best thing. You know, <clears throat> if I get it, I get it. And then, you know, it's, it's kind of weird to say, you know, cause it's <laughs> not having anything just to say like, Oh, if I get it. I get it. Whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, I know she's not gonna look at me differently because since she already has it, I know mm-hmm. my friends and family, they're not gonna look at me differently. Um, it's something that, yeah, may be with me for the rest of my life, but, you know, it's cheesy. cheesy as this may sound, like, I feel like i have her for the rest of my life, too. So, you know,
0: it's... So, yeah, it's just like an extension of her. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, guess, I guess you can say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, So, being with her, and I, I would like to know how your views have changed on, in general, about people who have STDs, period now. So now that you're in a relationship with someone who's living with a stigmatized condition, um, does this affect the way you view other people at all?
1: Yeah, but I'd say more in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it teaches me not to judge somebody just off of what someone says. You know, ask those questions, get to know that person before you just assume the worst. Cause like I said, you never know how how things come about. You know, we were talking earlier. People are born with it. People just get like a random needle just pokes them because they take out the trash. You know. Yeah. You never know how things
0: come about. You know it's and. And this is just from having the conversation. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it's like people, the people who um, this the past week or two, I've noticed that a lot of individuals who, don't really talk about it like that's not a good way to say this so bear with me but like um there are instances where people who are positive per se let's just say that so i'm positive and i have a group of friends who i know are positive and we only talk amongst each other and then if someone three people over here You know, one of them's like, oh my God, like I thought I was alone. I I thought it was just me, and then she has her or he has his select group of friends who knows, and it's like the more comfortable people are with talking about it, the more, you know, of these types of responses we can get. You know, take someone who doesn't have an S C D who you know, looked at the stigma and saw it for what it was and then got a different perspective and is now able to be like, well, hey, you know, my my girlfriend has herpes. Like, no, it's not a big deal. And this is the positive that is coming from it is that his whole view is now, well, your whole view now has changed um, on people with STDs, period, because now you look at people as the person and then you see that there's so many different ways you can get it and it's just a matter of being open to talking about it. Yeah. Being open to just, you know, not to say everybody needs to go out and be like, I have herpes. I have HIV, <laughs> But it's just like, even with the people closest to you, like I've in coming out to uh, people close to me and starting this podcast and sharing this with, My social networks, like I, I've been able to have this conversation. Like this was something that just came up today. Like we're doing this interview, you know, ten minutes after the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to talk about this? (laughs) And it's it's just something that comes with being open and being, you know, like you said, just true to yourself and doing that self work and realizing, all right, this is where I am. This is who I am now. Allow me. I'm gonna just live in my truth.
1: Yeah, and I think it's funny, like when people are scared of people who have STDs and stuff. It's almost like they it's almost like they scared if you get touched by that person, you're automatically gonna get it. I thought that. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I I mean it's like it's almost (laughs) like they think like you uh like you like you have the zombie the zombie trait and if you get touched (laughs) by a zombie or get the blood on it's like, oh my god, I'm gonna be just like you and have this Mm -hmm. this stigma, this STD, this whatever it is you know it's, it's no it's not like that like you can still shake that person's hand you can still hug that person you can still be there for that person you know it's just yeah. you know it's something that they had to deal with it's not gonna <laughs> it's not gonna just blow
0: in the wind and get on you and then you can be have the same thing <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy it's, it's because like I remember well I can't really yeah, there's not been too much that I can remember from before uh, having HSV too but um Before I was diagnosed, let's say, like, to me, STDs weren't a big deal. You know, it was just, all right, wear a condom. That was the advice I was given. Wear a condom, wear a condom, wear a condom. And that's not 100% for sure. And then it was just like, all right, you know, abstinence, which is definitely not happening (laughs) (laughs) as an option. But uh, my biggest concern was more so getting a girl pregnant than STDs. Yeah, for real. I never even. I've never before I was tested before I tested positive. Never did I have a conversation with anyone I slept with about their or my own uh, sexual health. So, like, I get tested when I go to the doctor, and they ask me, you know, you want to get tested for STDs? Yeah, test me. They're like, what do you want to test for? Test me for everything, <laughs> and then I come to learn that saying test me for everything doesn't mean you're being tested for everything. Yeah. That's how it get you. It's, that's how they get you. Yeah. And that's that's a whole different conversation yeah. that I would like to have a medical professional on to go into further detail about. But that would be pretty interesting. It I, I hope. so I want it to be more useful than anything because there are I've gotten into this conversation a lot too, is that doctors are some doctors, I don't want to say all, have told people um, when they've gone in to ask to be tested for herpes, specifically they've just been like, Oh, come back when you have uh, an outbreak or something, just work on and you're fine. And you know, they could be carriers but not know and like that ignorance is an excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, well I'm fine. The doctor said I was good. Yeah, you can yeah. just use that as an excuse to yeah. go out and continue I don't see anything being out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, not even knowing. And so it would be inter- it'll be good to have a medical professional on here who, you know, has some sort of insider feedback as to why that's happening or what can be done to help with that as well. But um, yeah, Mike, so do you have let's I actually want I want two uh, of your perspectives. So one, for someone listening to this who has tested negative who is considering dating someone who's tested positive for um, NSTD? What advice do you have for that person?
1: Um, I would say just listen to them, you know, Don't automatically hide in fear or like you know be distant. Like I said, everyone has a story. Everyone has a situation. Just because something bad happened to them doesn't mean they're a bad person. You know, they still they're human. They still need love. They still need caring for, uh, caring for, you know, it's, <clears throat> it's just go on the go into it with an open mind, an open heart, and see what can happen. Just because they have it happened doesn't mean you will necessarily get it. If you take the precautions, have safe sex, eat right, be healthy, live a stressful, sexual free
0: life, you know, you'll be good. And then the other question is for, or not the question, but the other point of view, obviously, is going to be, you know, it's, it's very difficult for someone who's positive to open up to someone who doesn't, you know, know their status or would have tested negative. So um, do you have any feedback or uh, suggestions for someone who has tested positive telling their potential partner or significant other that they tested positive? as a negative person?
1: Um, I would say, just be honest, you know, and if they, get, upset, and they want to leave you, then, honestly, forget them, because they weren't going to love you for you, no matter what, this is something that, is a part of you, and you can either, learn to accept it, or, hide in fear, you know, I know that's easy for me to say, as someone who's negative, but, in all things in life, you know, no matter what you have no matter what you're going through if it's something that is a part of you and something you have to deal with and you want the partner to be there for you they're either going to be there for you through thick and thin or you're going to find somebody else that's it
0: that's good man i appreciate you taking the time to talk to me no problem Share have you your story. um This is another episode of Something Positive for Positive People. This is going to be a bonus episode. I'm just going to go ahead and put this up today. I do not have my intro and outro ready. I will tell you to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at H on my chest. It looks like Han, my chest, I know, but it's H on my chest. That's it. There's no spaces, there's no underscores, no uh, dashes or anything like that. But um, please do let me know what you thought of this episode. Please like, share it, uh, subscribe, give it the ratings on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, If you want to reach out to me, the best way to get a hold of me is on Instagram or Twitter at H on my chest. I cannot stress that enough. Please uh, check out the other episodes of Something Positive for Positive People. And if you have any feedback on those, I would love to hear that as well. Um, The next episode we'll be releasing is on November 1st. And that's going to be with Matthew from the uh, Scarlet Ribbon Project. We're going to be talking about his experience as a 10-year positive male of hiv so look for that till then this is something positive for positive people courtney signing out say peace out mark peace out